Hey besties, welcome to Two Besties in a Pod with Sika and Cherise, and we're actually in a pod. We will discuss friendships, spirituality, motherhood, relationships, entrepreneurship, etc. Be sure to grab your besties and join us in the pod. It's about to get real. Hey besties, it's Sika and Charles, and we're in the pod. So Sharice can't join us today, but she will be with you guys next week with some fun conversation with a special guest. So we're looking forward to hearing that. Absolutely. So, so today my husband and myself will be talking about marriage, relationships, um, dating, because that does play into how we got married, right? So there's a few things that we'll be discussing and we hope it's going to be a fun show for you guys so you can kind of get a, a four, the 411 on our love and our marriage and how things go down, okay? Yes. All right. So I want you to start, baby, by introducing yourself. Hi, my name is Charles Cook. Uh, obviously, Sika's husband of uh, we're going on five years. Yep, five years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's I don't know how much. You know, I can be long winded. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get long winded. y'all. This, will be, this show will be about two hours if he get long winded. <laughs> So, baby, let's take a walk down memory lane and let people know how we met and how that kind of went down. All right. So, um, tell them about how you was begging, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Baby, I'm begging, baby. No, uh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, what happened was, uh, what happened was I uh, have a friend who was looking out for my best interest, and he thought that I should meet this special woman. Um, he said that uh, I might be compatible with. And unbeknownst to me, his wife was doing the same thing on her end. Um, it actually took about a year for for it to come to fruition, for us to actually meet. But uh, prior to that, uh, uh, we were out at a club one night uh, for another buddy's birthday. And uh, so that guy, he asked me, he said, hey, have you ever uh, reached out to her? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to her right now. And I sent Sika a friend request on Facebook. And, uh, man, I didn't even lift my finger off the button yet. And she was already in my DM. No, I didn't. This one a lie star, you guys. Go ahead. Finish up. Finish up. No, so, uh, so anyhow, we, we started messaging. Well, I, I started messaging her, letting her know that I, you know, I heard a little bit about her. And uh, I'd like to take her out and get a chance to get to know her better. And, um, and you know, I think we, well, we talked for a while. And then, mm-hmm. what, maybe a a week or two, like phone conversations, whatever, and then we actually went out. And um, yeah, do I? You want me to go into the first date? Because uh... no, 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 no. I want to touch on the Facebook thing. Okay. So, ladies, you know how guys jump in your DM and you're like, uh, absolutely not. I did have some background because my friend was saying, "Oh, he's a good guy." She was telling me things about him, but I, I totally was a person to never respond to somebody in my DM because I didn't like it. I'm just like, I'm good. I don't want to talk to anybody on Facebook. So that was one message I was happy I accepted and actually replied to. Um, but that goes to show you, Facebook, social media do play a role in dating nowadays. It's, it's different than when we was growing up. You see a girl and say, "Hey, what's up?" And you go from there. So, yes, Facebook had a part in us meeting. Well, it certainly helped that we uh, we had kind of been briefed on each other already. So that kind of broke the ice. You know, it didn't it wasn't so awkward. Yeah. You know, he read my resume and he was so thirsty to get to my DM. <laughs> <sighs> Let's just sum it up. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually heard a lot of great things about you. And, um, you know, just, uh, you know, to be a little transparent here, um, the reason why I took a year to actually uh, reach out to you was because I was dealing with some things and I had heard that you were like the cream of the crop and I didn't want to introduce you to the things <laughs> at that time. So I had to get rid of some things or, or shall I say handle some business before I, so I could present myself, um, you know, whole, if you will. Mm-hmm. And we'll I'm, get into that later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm grateful that you did that because um, I surely was not a seven and a half man or a man with extra stuff attached to it. So, with that being said, it's also about timing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, I don't know when do you want to get into that piece. Uh, we'll go, yeah, just go, go, slow down, love. Okay. Slow down. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
So I do want to disclose that we both are um, remarried. So this is our second marriage. I was married before, um, as well as um, Charles. He was married prior to. And um, love, when did you decide that, okay, I want to get remarried? Because I know for me, when I first got divorced, I was like, you know what? I don't know about this thing. We probably... I probably don't have to do it again mm-hmm. just because of all the ties and that that's legal ties to it as well as just the whole emotional thing. So what made you want to get remarried? Did you always know you wanted to get remarried? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I never, um, I, I never, how shall I say? I never, I never said that I wouldn't do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I feel like I'm a family man, um, uh, at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, well, while I probably could hold my own in a single man's arena, um, you know, at, at me being married or being a husband adds to my my need for structure, actually. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just, you know, not nothing against single guys who are out here doing their thing. But uh, I just think that uh, for me, it was just a lot of things out of order without having that mate. You know, it, it was like the piece of the puzzle that was missing. So... Yeah, I, I knew I would do it again. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just because one experience went south, uh, it didn't deter me. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have deterred me from doing it again. So. Yeah, and I don't know if I ever told you because I, I don't think we even had this discussion that far into. But I was hearing that you were not the dating guy. Like you did not like the dating scene when you were on it. And that's what made me kind of like, okay, he might be a good dude. I was here. I heard that. Yeah. And um, I was like, what guy don't like dating? He don't like taking multiple women out and, you know, soiling his royal. <laughs> so his royal. And um, my friend, which was Tiffany, my friend Tiffany, uh, we've been friends since fourth grade. She's like, Seeker, he don't even like dating different women. He want the same. He want to be able to say, hey, I know I'm going this place with that person. And I thought that was pretty dope because so many men out here playing, want to be player players. And it's almost like... um putting a um, pin on their jacket, like they're collecting pins. So I thought that was pretty dope. And it's a characteristic that um, a lot of men seem to lack or don't, even if they think that they wanted, they they are the marrying type, Mm -hmm. they still enjoy that player, player feel. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, as for me, I just, it just added to my need for structure as, as, you know, it's almost the same feeling of uh, having a clean car or a clean house, you know, it's just like uh, an order for me, for, you know, things to be in order. And um, Yeah, because yeah. you do have, you kind of, um, <laughs> he, he got OCD, y'all. Mild case. He, Mild case. He called him out, okay? <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> if we driving down the street and there's a little rattle, this man will pull over, climb over seats, he's going to find it. I don't care if we run a late. He cannot drive without figuring it out. And I'm like, I can tune it out so quick. It can be a middle, like a a whole bunch of rattling coins going crazy. And I'm good. I turn my music up and we gone. So yeah, get to the bottom of it. Yeah. So I help I help with this OCD in other words. So let's talk about our first date. All right. Um, well, you know, I wanted to go all out because I'm a ball of a work album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Cheap. So, uh, no. Cheap. Um, <laughs> uh, we went to, uh, man, the name of the joint is on the tip of my tongue. Really? Um, you finna lose all type of points. No. And Valentine's Day coming up. Come on. You no, better. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, mm. Grand Lux. Okay, there we, we go. We went to the Grand Lux. There we go. You know, and, um, you know, the, the, the hood bougie spot. Um, and, um, well, I don't know how, how detailed you want to get about the first date because... You, <laughs> you go ahead. Tell you, the story because you love to tell the story. No, I, didn't want, I, I don't want to put... I, I'll tell it. So, you well, guys... we were having a great time. Uh-huh. We were having a great time. Um, I, I have uh, a tendency to uh, showcase my comedic side. So, I had a laugh and showing all the teeth. <laughs> you know, so... And we were having a good time. Um, great conversation. Um, the chemistry was there. Um, and then it came time to order. Um, the waiter came around. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm 
like, oh, you think I say, you know what? I think I'm going to have the salmon and I'll have the rice, whatever. Right. So the waiter takes the order and walks away. Well, matter of fact, before the waiter got there, I said this to him. And um, what you say, baby? Uh, I told her that the, the L was silent. And sound. First day. <laughs> I said, I'm in grammar class. Well, because, you know, hey, I felt like we were going another further already. <laughs> and, um, you know, we may as well break the ice with, uh, you know, I, I can't have it. I can't have a talking to the waiter and asking for sound. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's potentially a reflection of me. <laughs> so, but how you how you tell me I was saying it wrong? Um. I was trying to be polite. I remember that. I was trying to be polite. And I said, I, I, I think I kind of leaned in and whispered it, you know, kind of, because I wanted to be personable. I didn't want to be a jerk. No, you told me the story about, um, oh, the Martin, Martin. episode. The yeah, Martin, Martin episode. episode. Right, right. Because a lot of people don't know. A lot of people still say salmon. And, um, and I just remembered about the Martin episode because, um, uh, who was that? Was that Cole saying Yeah, salmon? you were saying Cole But, uh, anyhow. I I just I knew everybody had watched Martin and I was trying to see if she, but apparently she hadn't watched that episode. No, nope. <laughs> didn't watch it. Yeah, didn't but, watch it. So that's how he corrected me. He's like, you know, in a Martin episode, you know, he was saying salmon, but it was really salmon. So you know, you're not supposed to say the L. Yeah, and it, I was like, okay. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, last day. He all gonna correct me on salmon. 50% say salmon. <laughs> but it's funny because after that, every since then, every time I have tell somebody say salmon, I'm like, oh, it's, it's salmon. It's salmon. So now I'll do that yeah. because of you. <laughs> so, but, uh, but going further as the day progressed, uh, I won her back. And mm-hmm. uh, we, we ended the night on a great note. We had a great, a great time. And um, yeah. Yeah, and the rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history. The rest is history. So that's how we first met, and that was our first date or whatnot. So let's move on to marriage, right? What made you pop the question? Uh, Well, I can go and take a whole story. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can make it quick. Yeah. Let me make it quick. All right, so um, real quick... um, we we lived together for a bit. We had a deal. We had a deal that we weren't going to live together unless we were married. Mm-hmm. Well, due to some unforeseen circumstances, she was going to move somewhere else. And I said, well, won't you stay with me for a while, you know, until you find, you know, graduate and then you can find your place. And, um, you know, but you can stay here, you know. And um, what happened was, so she graduated. She finished uh grad school and so she was starting to look for her place but I had gotten used to her living there um I had gotten used to her presence and uh so it, it was kind of an unconventional proposal but she was on the computer setting up her her comment her lights and her utilities at the place and she was like all right well I'm gonna go work out and I was like I don't want you to go and you was like I'll be right back. I'm just going to go work out. And I'm like, like dang, he's no. being real clingy right now. I just want to go get my workout off. And so, uh, and so, uh, I, so I, um, I was like, no, I don't want you to move out. And so based on the agreement that we had, that we weren't going to live together unless we were married, she knew where I was going with it. And she was like, oh, what, you know, and she was like, I was like, we got to go get you a ring right now. And so, it was a very unconventional way of doing it, but I didn't, I didn't want to feel like we were regressing in our relationship. And, um, and so I felt like I needed to act now. <laughs> so Act now. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, and I think we went that day looking for rings. Did we go that day? Um, we might have went that day or the next day because yeah. I think the, yeah, we might've went the next day. But it was another thing that you would say, like you wouldn't want to call me. Um, you didn't oh, yeah, feel yeah, right yeah, calling yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was the thing uh, when we would go out places. You know, we had such a chemistry, and and people, I, I think people started to see us as a, as one. You know, because they Sika and Charles, Charles and Sika, and um, you know, I got tired of calling you my girlfriend. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't feel befitting. It, it felt like you deserved more than girlfriend. Um, and it just, it, it felt weird. And that's pretty much how I, I knew. I felt that, um, you know, we needed to take it to the next level. And then, so I was always thinking that prior to, um, then you were setting up your utilities on the computer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't, I, I gotta, I gotta make a move. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't the whole planned out, you know, thing, but, um, I felt like I was in a, a state of emergency, if you will, because he was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and it was still on good terms. He just didn't want me to go far. Like, I was actually going to be like five minutes away. Yeah. Five minutes away. It was too far, ladies. <laughs> so, but I feel like had we not, you know, or had I not kept that promise to myself and to each other that we wouldn't live together um, before marriage, um, if I would have said, okay, well, I'm already here. Let me give y'all some backstory. So I was in anesthesia school. I was ICU nurse for seven years and I went to anesthesia school. And then during that time period, you can't really um, work as much. So being accustomed to having a full-time salary and taking care of business to not working at all and having my boyfriend at the time, he was really like holding me down for real. And I was, I was also a woman that's always been independent. So it was uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable with him helping me out, uh, making sure I was good. If it was financial, whatever it is, I just didn't want to be that woman and needed somebody. So um, fast forward to when it was time for me to move out, it was like, okay, I'm going. And if he want to be with me, you know, we'll still be together and he can propose to me. And I always thought to myself, like, he is my husband. I actually wanted to break up with him a couple of times. I, um... (laughs) I called Tiffany one day after we had went out and we was like six months into our relationship. I think it was. We had went out and we had a good time. And then I got this. I got so scared because I realized how much I loved him. It was just way too much. And coming from a past relationship where I had been hurt for being open, I was like, no, I'm good. I just want to break up with him. I don't even want to chance it. So Tiffany, I called her and I'm like, Tiffany. I'm about to break up. We call him Cook. So he's Charles, but his last name is Cook. Our last name is Cook. But everyone at work calls him Cook. So now everyone calls him Cook. So anyway, I'm like, Tiffany, I'm going to break up with Cook. I can't do it. She's like, what's wrong? What did he do? I said, I love him too much. Ain't no way in the world I could stand a relationship with this man because I love him too much. And then what if he mess up? And she was like, see, you can shut up and be quiet and go <laughs> get on my phone. <laughs> So I had to check myself a couple times. That was more than one time um, feeling like panic mode because I loved him so much. So then, go ahead. Well, I, I wanted to just back up a little bit uh, when you were talking about how I was helping you out. Uh-huh. Um, that was one thing. Now, one thing that I found so dope about you at the time was that you were you were in a season of sacrifice that you, was self self-inflicted if you will um you already had a good a great career you already had a great career and I thought it was admirable that you gave that up and struggled for a while so you can do better you know and I know I know a lot of people that wouldn't have that type of courage um it takes courage to just walk away from your comfort zone, jump out of your comfort zone and then, and just try something else. And I I knew it. I mean, I admired you, even though you probably didn't feel like at the time that you should be admired. And I would, I would tell you that I, Mm -hmm. and so it was like nothing. It was, it, it, it was nothing for me to like do what I've done because I felt like you put yourself in that position to be better to better yourself, like who? I don't know anybody else who does that, and so I, I just I admired you, um, and so if I had the means to help you out, I felt like I would be less than a man if I didn't, you know, uh, and um, so yeah, that's I just wanted to show you how much I admired you instead of just talking about it, you know, put mm-hmm. action behind those words. Yep. That's all. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you're making me blush. <laughs> 
So from that, we already had children. I had uh, or have a 14-year-old now. Um, and then he also had three girls. So we got all girls, four girls. And then we got bonus kids. Yeah. So we just a big old happy family. So it kind of moved into us navigating being a blended family. And how have you found that? Uh, well, I, I've already had some experience with this. So, um, but it's, it's actually, I mean, I, I, so I kind of, I kind of knew how to approach it. Um, the only difference was Maya was a a little bit older. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, she was a lot of her, she had a lot of ways that she was saying, and, um, you know, but, uh, I don't know. I just, um, I operate off as it, as it pertains to the kids, my relationship with the kids. Um, I just try to operate off of um, kindness and respect, and um, and 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 hopefully that morphs into a loving relationship, which it has mm-hmm. um, on both ends. Um, you've done that as well with mine and our bonus kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, and it, I, I don't know. We just we just try to operate off of um, mutual kindness and respect. And um, and like I say, you know, loving relationships have morphed, uh, have evolved from that. So yeah, it's been a joy. Yeah, it's been a joy. But then we've also had situations where we had to be creative as a blended family because you have to always keep in um, keeping your mind that it is not a perfect or ideal situation for the kids because I feel as though. Um, the kids themselves, they're trying to figure it out. They're like, okay, well, here's this new person. And just being able to show them love and hoping that they're able to receive it because they don't have walls built up was also something that we were able to kind of overcome, I believe. And even with um, Maya, even with Maya, Maya is, she was my only child. So she's full and she would be like into her own thing and then I was the soft mommy, which I'm kind of soft and hard at the same time, I think. But he is more of the authoritarian type. Like, hey, they got to have tough skin. Stop babying. You know, that kind of person. So even with um, his girls, I have to put my sprinkle my little soft side on because daddy is so hard sometimes. So we were able to work through that, too, and make it work. But we able to, like, balance each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, 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 and to piggyback off of that, uh, we've actually had conversations because uh, many times we, we expect everyone to operate how we operate. And, um, and so we had to have conversations. Um, I remember distinctly saying to you one time that I'm, I'm not a mother. I don't, I don't know how to be a mother. I'll never be a mother. Um, and and um, we've, we've talked about the balance that I believe that our creator has created with the uh with the family unit having a mother and a father you know um and when both parents pour into the children's lives um they have that balance they have that soft side they have that toughness and and it you know i just think it creates a you know i i'm i'm of the belief that um <clears throat> i don't i i i don't try to raise good kids I try to raise strong adults mm-hmm. from the from the time they're born. I mean, you have to focus on the fact that they're going to be grown one day, and, um, and 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 so I like to focus on what kind of adult I want them to be and what kind of relationship I want us to have in their adulthood. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and I think our kids really benefit from that because when I was um, when it was just me and Maya, for example. Um, I would be like, oh, she can't take too many letdowns. He'd be like, no, she needs to, she needs to be able to experience those things because it's going to make her a tough, tougher person. And I can say now I'm like, wow, she bounced right off of that. That bounced right off, you know, it bounced right mm-hmm. off of her. I should say that rolled right off her, you know, off her back. And, um, so it, like you said, it's balanced, yeah. it's synergy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they need that. I mean, any, any, I think any, any. If we both were soft, that would mess our kids up. Mm-hmm. If we both were tough, that would mess our kids. You know what I'm saying? So we 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 offer that balance to them. Yeah. And that, and that's not to say that you, either one of us is uh is all of one thing or another. 
as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not all soft, in fact. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but but. I, I think knowing that um, we're both loving people, that kind of helps with the... Um, when we when we either we're, we're communicating with the kids, mm-hmm. no matter what I say or what you say, we know that it comes from a place of love, and so do the kids. Because exactly. I I've <clears throat> noticed some people get into that um, realm of, well, he said this to my kid, or she said this to my kid. Mm-hmm. If you're a blended family and you're parenting together, you have to know that that person has. As long as you know that they love your child and it's coming from a place of love, it's like you have to be able to give that, open that door because that child is not all yours. You know, when I when I can't get Maya, you go get her. When when Mia before Mia was driving, I'd be at choir with her and things like that. So it's not selective parenting, and I think that's a huge part of our um. Our marriage and our blended family is that you don't have that selective parenting where, you know what, well, you just go ahead and talk to your kid mm-hmm. and I'm going to talk to mine. Now, this is one unit. Yeah. Teamwork. Teamwork. Yep. 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 So let's talk about how we kind of went into building together, how we start off with one thing, wait, like, like you'll have an idea mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, okay, let's run with it. And then the same thing for me. Well, um, you know, I think we're we're both pretty goal oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I was uh, prior prior to prior to meeting you, like I, I I was mainly the only one that I could depend on, basically to to you know kind of get things keep things going or whatever. Um, you came around and. Uh, you offered help unlike I've seen. Um and and or shall I say, you you you've exceeded my expectations. Um and it allowed me to step out of my comfort zone as well because, you know, I was um I was like for example, I was thinking about entrepreneurship. I entertained the idea, I just wouldn't take the leap because it was too risky. Um and so you allowed me to take those risks and said, baby, I got your back. And it wasn't just talk. Um, you put you put time, energy and resources behind it. Um, and you've proven that. And so um, that being said, I, I think with the uh, with the support that we offer each other, we give each other that that strength of saying, Hey man, I, I'm going to try it, you know? And, um, and we chase, we chase goals and sometimes we fail. And, Come and, on and, now. But it's, it's, it, it, as long as we learn lessons from them, it's not a true failure. Um, and we, we know that we have each other's back. I don't know if you, how specific you want to get, but, uh, well, yeah, no. we, uh, we, 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 we've proven to each other basically. Um, and, and so with these entrepreneurship, um, entrepreneurial goals that we we've uh chased um some some have been successful um others have not but uh and we've we've reached some lows some highs <laughs> exactly. and we're still together <laughs> <laughs> riding this roller coaster yeah. Um, so yeah i and i and i want to like i want to add to that mm-hmm. how you make me feel like i have a cape on my back because I feel like I could be a superwoman, but he really my soft cushion if I fall kind of thing. So um, just having my back and saying it's okay to fail, it's mm-hmm. okay to win, of course. But if it don't work out, you cool, baby. Having that, like, it really gives you an extra sense of stability. Because I think a lot of people out here, um, they want to try things, but they don't know if they're going to have full support of their family and their, or their spouse, mm-hmm. you know, and that that plays a huge part of any in any marriage, making sure that you have support and the person being an active supportive person, not just say, oh, yeah, I got good. Your back. Exactly. <laughs> Show me. Show me you got my back. And I can go into when we was opening um, the spa. This man would work 16 hours, come from work. He would go go straight to Indiana, go to the spa put stuff up, he working on it, being a handyman, go to bed, go back to work. And 
we would be up late hours and things, but these are all things that he was doing for me. It was a unit. It wasn't just me going into business um, at the rejuvenation house. It was my husband too, because he was instrumental in bringing that all together. And, it, and even with family, but as, as a whole, I don't think that it was anything I could have done um, without you. I couldn't have done that without you because you gave me this, you gave me the pass for no dinner tonight. <laughs> but I ain't going to be home. Yeah. You gave me that pass for, all right, I got the girls. Don't worry about it. So just being able to do those things, that, that little bitty pass that you was giving me that some people might not have, mm-hmm. like they'd be complaining. Why well, ain't got no food on the table? So. And you know what? Um, the, the, that, that reminds me of, um, one important thing that I look for in, in my closest relationships, whether it's, um, you know, work relationships, friendships, family, um, you know, th- the best relationships are those relationships where uh, both parties or all parties involved go hard for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've proven to each other time and time again, whereas, you know, hey, I, I may not feel like it, but I'm, I'll, 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 I'll do it for you. And, and and because I know all the time, I know you don't feel like cooking all the time. I know you don't feel like uh, doing the things you do around the house, you know, or, or, or doing, you know, but you do it because you love us and, and you know that you have to sacrifice that time and energy. And that's the same. I just, you know, uh, want to reciprocate that. I'm, I'm my, I try to mindfully reciprocate that, that, um, you know, I do know sometimes that, uh, <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, you know, you're going downstairs, get, you know, whatever, get me. And then, you know, I know you're going to, and, and that's what I'm saying as far as like we've proven each other uh, on a daily basis that we have each other back. And it's the small things. Um, yeah. You know, it's doing those things when you don't feel like it. Exactly. And we both know I don't like folding laundry. I mean, <laughs> I'll be downstairs cooking dinner and I'm like, come down to eat, you know. And then I'll go upstairs and he'll put the, he'll put the food, the kids and him put the food in the refrigerator, like in the pack, you know, in the little, um, glad lock things, you know, in the containers. And I'll go upstairs and he'll have our laundry folded. And you like to call that foreplay, which I agree with. Well. Right? Yeah. Because I, I, I actually, you know, many moons ago, I heard a preacher say one time, uh, this was in, a, in an adult, adult portion of, uh, class. And, uh. <laughs> He said, he said that foreplay starts well before you get into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and because in my mind, okay, say, uh, you know, say I didn't do all those things and they have to be done anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody has to cook or at least go get some food. Somebody has to clean up. Somebody has to pay the bills. Somebody has to manage the household, uh, 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 you know, daily household activities or whatever. Somebody has to fold the clothes. Somebody, has, you know. Now, let's just say you did all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And then now you come in, you come in into the bedroom like, bang. So <laughs> you ain't feeling that. You ain't, you ain't. It's like, hey, bro, hey, I just, I just, a, I just, b, c, you know, I just did. And now you asking what? Why you been chilling here watching TV? Come on. I mean, man. so now you know we try to make a conscious effort for each other. Like you know, all the time while you while you're cooking, because she's the best cook. I could do a little something, but she can cook, cook. Anytime your mother asks, my mother asking you for recipes, you can cook. But anyhow, um, I, I, and I don't, I don't always feel like it, but I know she don't feel like cooking. But while she's cooking, I'm cleaning up, I'm putting stuff away so that we can all sit down and eat together. And then by the time we're done eating, there ain't much to do. Boom, put everything up. You know, it's almost like we're moving together. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really sitting down while the other one is up working you know mm-hmm. so yeah that way when it is time to back so. <laughs> i'm not i'm not looking like um and viv, viv when she went to that dance class and passed out on the floor i'm like okay because yeah. i'm appreciative of the fact that you have my back and that you know i'm not exhausted if we if i'm exhausted that means you're exhausted because we both been working mm-hmm. so plan being real partners in our marriage i think is huge. Yeah. I think that's what keep our um keep it fresh, keep it going, keeps it um I, you know, I think you should have a level of respect in marriage. I think we have that, you know. Mm-hmm. 
We respect each other's energy and time and effort. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, some of the goals that we've been working on as a couple, and you mentioned, you kind of went into it, um, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. But we've also been working on the minimalist movement. And this is something that cook brought to the table. And at first, I was like, what? You know, no. We work hard. <laughs> we work hard. We got to play hard. What are you talking yeah. about? And slowly but surely, he has won me over with this 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 thought process. And I'm, I'm actually really digging on the um, potential. Mm-hmm. The potential in a lot of different areas with living in a minimalist way. Yeah. So could you kind of talk to our audience or my besties about... Um, Minimalism? Yes, please. All right. Well, I'll give the quick... Uh... The quick breakdown of it. Basically, minimalism isn't about minimalizing your income or minimizing your income at all. It's actually about maximizing your income, uh, maximizing your investments, but minimal, minim, minimalizing your uh, trivial purchases, uh, minimalizing the things that you own, uh, uh, all the clothes, the shoes, the fancy cars, the houses, all that, you know, or what have you now. Um and it's about maximizing your experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, maximize, because we, we, we clutter our minds or clutter, clutter our lives with so much material, so many material possessions, we can't even enjoy life. Yes. Um, we, we can't take the trip because we even bought that big house and all those fancy cars. And, and, um, and it's also it's a rat race, um, trying to keep up with the latest fashions, the latest gadgets, the latest cars, and everything with the house. Um, you spend so much of your resources maintaining those things to what point? Um, because something new is going to come out every mm-hmm. every day. Something new coming out. So you get the latest outfit. And now you're out of style in a week. I mean, mm-hmm. so I, I, I never really wanted to participate in that. Um, I was actually practicing minimal minimalism uh, prior to us meeting. And um, so. And, and it's the concept that a lot of people can't really buy into because, I mean, let's face it, a lot of us, a lot of us have brought up, have been brought up in consumer culture. Um, we got we got to show our worth on our backs. I, I need to show you I'm balling or whatever. And um, you know, I, um, you know, I, I know a lot of a lot of guys I grew up with uh, that that they want to show you that I'm not that little dirty boy from Beacon Hill no more. You know what I'm saying? And uh, mm-hmm. I need to show you, but I, you know, I never bought it. But anyhow, so um, after after Sika, Sika worked hard to get to where she. I mean, I, I witnessed her studying day in and day out. And you know, when I tried to introduce this concept after she started securing that that bigger bag, <laughs> um, she was like, "What, man? Hey, I'm trying to I'm trying to enjoy myself, you know, whatever." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "All right, cool," because. I know she got my back, so wherever, hey, wherever we go, we're going together. So mm-hmm. um, she enjoyed her time, <laughs> and then she got to see what I was talking about. Because you get the bins, and now you need the latest bins because that bins, you know, you know, it's it's just. And and so I'm like, yo, we could have been spending this money in in Hawaii or or, or Tahiti or whatever, you know. Um, and uh, so that's basically a breakdown. It's about minimizing your the trivial purchases minimizing your um your your uh what you call it the um stuff minimizing your stuff so basically so even like your mind you know when you when your mind is decluttered you can you can think better you can you can process things better because you you don't have all that clutter in your mind so it's the same thing it's about lightening your load Mm-hmm. And um, I know people have been looking at us because we slowly been making, and I won't even say slowly, we have been aggressively minimalizing um, so many things in our lives. And we see the bright side of it. And, and other people are like, what's going on? Is it is a is is a is, are you in foreclosure? <laughs> are y'all bankrupt? Yeah. And yeah. we like, I'm like, no, because I wasn't even going as far as when he started talking about it. We was watching um, the tiny house. Yeah. And oh, girl, your girl was looking forward to a tiny house. I thought I was. So we started <laughs> looking at them. Um, 
But just the whole concept, it became so inviting. So I thought mm-hmm. we, it, I thought it was nice to share that, um, how there's different ways to live life. Yeah. And you got to learn from your mate because I surely wasn't on that. I think when we met, you had a, well, how, how old was your truck? I had a, I had a 2008 Ford Expedition. It was paid for six years ago. <laughs> Probably, mm-hmm. I think it was paid for six years before we met. Um, or whatever. I, it had been paid off for a while. Um, uh-huh. It had about 270,000 miles on it. It had, it had, it was, it had, yeah. <laughs> what they say you had, your car had. It had, uh, uh, alopecia. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, the, eczema. The, the, the eczema, yeah. They, <laughs> uh, yeah, one of my guys said I was leaving paint chips in his, in, in his driveway. But, uh-huh. um, but, but the thing was, I didn't look like what my bank account looked like. Mm-hmm. And I was straight. Um, and so, that's that's what made me comfortable. That's what made that's what brought me comfort, knowing that I can at any time I could take a trip or, you know, I could pay my bills or I can eat what I want, you know, um, and and so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought, but that, the, that that truck ended up taking a dump, and I had to get another one. So <laughs> yeah, he had to, he had to upgrade, but it to. wasn't a day before the had two point because yeah. he was like, nope, I ain't got no note. <laughs> I know it I cut a, off. It's I was okay. enjoying that no note for a while. Exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So that kind of leads into being an inspiration to each other, which I think is so important. Another very important and um, unique part of our marriage is that you inspire me so much with so many different things that you come up with. Even um, and I know you're not supposed to discuss it. Stoicism. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so even with the um, stoicism, the different philosophies. I, I I study different philosophies. Yeah, he you know, studies. I different. just I have a fascination for like just trying to see what other people, how other people think. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I did stumble across stoicism, and I subconsciously have been practicing it for like about fifteen years or so. Um, and I didn't realize I was practicing it until about six months ago. So, yeah. Yeah, which is pretty dope because I need to practice it with you. <laughs> I'm so happy you disclosed it. But you're not supposed to tell people you're practicing it because you I seem know. weird. But I don't care what, what seems weird because yeah. I know how I am. I'm the person that goes from zero to 100 real quick. I'm either like, what? What happened? And then I'm, uh, or, or I'm very, I'm like uh, super excited about something. He's like, chill. It ain't happened yet. I know it's possibly going to happen. But then if you that excited if it don't happen then you're gonna be let all the way down so now i can't be i don't be getting too too excited so it's time to be excited or you say don't panic until it's time to panic yeah yeah so those are my two things i'll be like chill until it's time to celebrate and then don't panic until it's time to panic i remember uh when we when we bought our house the house we're living in and like you you were so excited and like ah screaming all over the place and I think you kind of got upset with me because <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, you know. Exactly. And I didn't really know. I, I wasn't really consciously practicing stoicism at the time, but I was just thinking, okay, it's a house. Okay. I mean, I mean, granted, it's a nice house, but I don't, I don't, things don't really excite me because they come and go. Um, and so that was, she, she, she kind of mad at me because I wasn't sharing in that same, um, outward excitement. I was, I was happy on the inside. I mean, it was a nice house. So, but yeah, I, I was big mad y'all. I'm like, can I have, can I get a friend to celebrate with? Can somebody be just as happy as me? So those things that you've been teaching me have definitely helped with um just just me in general yeah i think and same thing i mean you hey you know i'm one of the guys that hey you know i i can't i can't play sports i'm not i'm not an athletic guy i'm not even into sports but i am competitive when it comes to work Mm -hmm. and and um and she tries to outwork me because I'm competitive too, and 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 I can't go sometimes, man. So you know, like I, I she's up doing stuff, and I'm be tired, and I'm hey, all right, I'm up too. What? <laughs> what? 
And so you're my inspiration in that. Like, um, you know, you, 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 you keep it moving. You're a mover, you're a shaker, you make things happen. And um, I still look up to you in, in that regard. Yeah. You inspire me to keep it moving, even when I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to also, so I don't want everybody to think it's all peaches and cream in marriage. Mm. It's not all peaches and creams in marriage. Yeah. Okay? So um, let's talk about some things that we had to learn how to how to keep our marriage on the up and up using different techniques because we're two different individuals. And sometimes he will work my nerves and I'm sure I will work his. Mm-hmm. And um, so what are some things that you think help us keep our um, keep our joy? Um, well, for one, we I think we 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 try to communicate. Well, we fail sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had an argument. <laughs> this was the last night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last night, um, it was a it was a misunderstanding, uh, and but you know what? At the end of the day, I know that. Well, okay. So just like whenever you're trying to learn anything, you can go on YouTube, you can read books, you can find out how mm-hmm. to do things, and so like I'm big with communication, and um, and so I've learned some things along the way about communicating. And so one thing I don't want to do, I don't want to, I don't want to win over my wife because if I win, then you lose. Mm -hmm. And who did I really win if you lost? I mean, so that, that's, that's one thing that I try to be mindful of is that I'm not trying to get one over on you and get a W. Um, I need us both to win. It's kind of, um, you know, so I, I read, I read the book, the art of war. And it talks about, you know, in one of those steps before you actually go to war, you know, you come up to, with ways that we both can win um, because, you know, it, it doesn't obviously, like I said earlier, it doesn't do anyone good. It doesn't do both part, either party good if one person walks away as a loser. Um, so we try to we try to keep those lines of communication open that aren't uh, in those times that aren't really uh, hurtful. We try not to be hurtful. Like we we've we've lately we we know how to tell each other calmly, I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's 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 real. Um uh-huh. and, and, and we try not to discount each other's feelings. Um even like with the, the very lukewarm debate we had the other night. <laughs> um I, I, I told her, you know, you have a right to feel how you feel. I also have a right to feel how I feel. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us is wrong. We have to, we have to be mindful of that. Um, it's just that we can't expect each other to um, see things from the other's perspective all the time. That would that would that would indicate that we're both the same person, and and that's just not the case. So we we, we try to mindfully uh, communicate and try not to attack each other. Uh, I'm not saying we're successful 100 percent of the time, mm-hmm. but we do once we think about it. If we did go there, then we both apologize. Neither one of us is is um, is too arrogant to apologize, which I think is important in in, in relationships. Um, I I know some people have a hard time saying I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's just not the case because at the end of the day, that 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 shows that your ego. Um, is more important than getting it right. And I never want my ego to get in the way of, of us getting it right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to be right all the time. I have no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm manly. Um, I would dare to say that I have an A-type personality and I'm an alpha male. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of like that the lion that uh, you see on the Nature Channel, you know, where, you know, hey, he play with his kids, play with his loved ones, roll over, but let something pop up. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know how to spring into action. It's not a problem. But that being said, I don't have to be hard with my wife. I don't have to be tough with you. You're not, you're not a, a, a guy on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can soften up. I can soften up to you. And I, I also know that even in those moments where I do soften up, I, I know you won't take advantage of me being soft with you. Mm-hmm. 
and vice versa. I think you understand that, you know, in those moments of vulnerability, you know that I won't take advantage of you. So you can be vulnerable. You can be open and tell me exactly how you feel and I won't exploit it. Exactly. I think I'll be joking a lot saying, I'm a delicate flower, but I never feel like you feel like oh, I'm going to pluck all of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, but but yeah, you, you are, though. I, 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 you know, no doubt that you're a very tough, tough woman. But I like the fact that you don't have to be tough with me 100% of it. Uh, well, you don't have to be tough with me at all. You can be vulnerable with me and knowing that I'll, I'll still, even in those moments of vulnerability, or, well, you may even be mad at me. You know that I won't take advantage of you. Mm-mm, not at all. And um, I have to myself, I have to always ring in my own feelings because I can get stuck in my own world. And this is how this should have went. Mm-hmm. And this is where things work right. And then he's like, okay, that's in your head. So what about now listen to what's in mine? And I have to be receptive of that. Because sometimes you want to get bullheaded and you want them to hear your 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 part of things and see your point of view. And sometimes it ain't about that. It's about just recognizing that we both have a point of view and agreeing to have our own, our own train of thought. Mm-hmm. And there have been times where we, we've had arguments and um, and I remember reading about the power of touch. And so I never told you this actually, but um, we've argued and I would just grab you and hold your hand or I would hug you and you'd be like, get up off me, <laughs> you know, and uh, that, the, it, the, the, the touch, human touch is very powerful. Um, mm-hmm. And so you'd be surprised how, how, how it was, how a physical touch can extinguish that, 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 that fire. That's that has blazed up, you know, with an argument. Yeah, and I can recall us having an argument, and we ended it with "You ain't going nowhere," <laughs> and we both smiled. Yeah, and it was over. Right, right. Yeah, and so. I, because we don't, neither one of us have arrogant spirits. Um, so, like I say, I, I, you have to push your ego to the side when you want to, when you want to get it right. Yep. Well, thank you so much for coming on tonight. And us discussing. You you want to talk about something else? Another three days of of talk. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) As we sip on our coffee. But um, thank you. It's been fun. I'd like to come back and do it again. Definitely. Um, Yeah. Definitely. We're going to have more shows with um, talking about relationships. Um, Just in general, maybe we can have like a whole... A whole like um couple couples come on. Okay. And um talk about just That'll be dope. Yeah. So thank you, besties, for listening tonight. We totally, totally, totally hope you guys enjoyed it. We enjoyed talking together and hopefully sharing our wisdom and what we've learned so far in marriage. Um, as this been our second one. Mm-hmm. I think we we're trying to we we're trying to make sure we get it right. Trying to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, besties. Have a good evening. Bye. Good night.